Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hello and welcome to the Rise Up For You Become Your Best podcast and webinar series. I'm Lauren Sweeney, your host and our vice president here at the company. Let me tell you about Shelly Paxton. She comes to us today from Chicago, Illinois, and she is a Think Brene Brown meets biker babe with a dash of Liz Gilbert. As a former chief marketing officer of Harley Davidson, Shelly found herself at the top of the proverbial mountain. We've been there, right, folks? Feeling success, well, not full, but empty. Instead of feeling full, she was feeling like she was awakening this journey within herself that led her on a profound soul battle, which we're going to talk about today, journey that became her mission and her business and her best-selling book. She's leading a revolution to rewrite the script of success and liberate a billion souls. We're excited that she's here today. She also hosts her own podcast, the Rebel Souls Podcast. And so today, let's talk about awakening the dreamer within us. Shelly, welcome to the podcast. I love it. Thanks, Lauren, for having me. Great intro. Absolutely. So here you are climbing the mountain, that proverbial corporate ladder, and you think, oh, when I have arrived, it will be amazing. Right. And because isn't that what we're all taught? Absolutely. Right? Isn't that, I love that you paused there and it's like, we all know this journey. So many of us, I know so many listening to us right now can relate to this journey. You know, yeah. I was conditioned that, you know, it's like you do these things, you tick these boxes. This is what success looks like. And it wasn't until I got to that place and went, wow, okay, I did the things, I strived, I achieved, I climbed that mountain, sweat, blood, and tears. And I felt really, like you said, empty. I felt like I was dying a little bit on the inside. And I felt really guilty for feeling that way because I was in this incredible role at this sexy, global, iconic brand. And yet I know a lot of people can relate to this and are feeling the same way. And it took me quite the journey to realize that it's like, oh, I was doing success on someone else's terms. In fact, for me, I was living my dad's dream. Oh, mm -hmm. And I know I've said that a million times and a lot of people are like, oh, raise my hand, right? And it took me, you know, many years. I'm five and a half years um, into the journey after I left Harley Davidson. And it's, I'm finally living success on my terms and it feels successful because success is a feeling, not a checklist. Let's be honest. Absolutely. I think we're so taught in this society that it's about your titles. It's about your skills. Who, you know, what do you do instead of who are you? What yeah. even matters to you? And it's, it's like, um, a dreamland that we live in where we're like, let me climb it, let me climb it because 
so-and-so did it and they look happy and yeah. nobody says, well, I'm not actually that happy, but you, yeah, you should climb that ladder. <laughs> we are normalizing this conversation. Like the fact that you and I are having this dialogue right now and we can normalize the fact that it's like, it's okay. Right. You know, that just because somebody says you're really good at something, it pays you a lot of money to do it and gives you some, you know, super special fancy title that might begin with a C it might not. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean it brings you joy. It doesn't mean it makes you happy or feel full from the inside out. And so, yeah, like you said, I'm on a mission to rewrite the script of success and I want each of us to do it on our terms. And I think sometimes we aren't given the space or we don't give ourselves the space to think, what does that even look like to me? I never yeah. thought about that. Am I taking time to journal about it or talk about it? Or what do you mean I could have success on my own terms? Now I have to look at what does that mean to me? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the big fear, honestly, for me, I mean, listen, this was not an easy decision for me. And I also don't believe that this journey means walking away from your job. For some people, it might. I believe this is a journey of finding yourself. So I always say it's not about leaving your job. It's about finding yourself. For some people like me, it did mean leaving my job because now I understand that I'm on this planet for a different reason, to be leading this movement and having this conversation with more and more people and helping others to find their truth and live more authentically and courageously and purposefully. And what a beautiful world if more of us are choosing that, rising up for ourselves. It's everything you stand for. <laughs> Exactly. Yes, because that self-reflection first, that self-management, then I can perhaps make a difference for you or have empathy or social awareness. But first, it yeah. looks like, what does it look like for me? What even matters to me? And how do I slow down to the point you were making earlier? Like, how do I slow down long enough? And this is what it looked like for me, right? So I said there was a lot of fear in doing this because I was in the corporate world for 26 years. It was all I knew to work for big, sexy brands and steward these brands. And my entire worth and value and identity was tied to my work and to these big brands that I would, you know, that I would lead from an advertising and a marketing perspective. And so there was a lot of fear in stepping away from that. There was also a, a realization that I was going to continue to die a little bit inside every single day if I continued to live my dad's dream and didn't reconnect with my soul. And then I got a wake up call. And let's be honest, a lot of people have gotten a wake up call over the past two years. This pandemic shook us. And for most of us, it really crystallized what matters most. So I love that we're having this conversation right now as we're hopefully soon emerging from this, but things are never going to look the same again. So I feel like this message and your message are so right, right now. Let's be the change we want to see coming out of this. And it starts with slowing down and listening to ourselves and getting clear, what do we want? And then having the courage to, well, in my words, I say, rebel for <laughs> who we are and what we want. Absolutely. Slowing down enough has definitely been one of the blessings of the past two years yeah. because we're forced to with, you know, social things off our calendars and events. And even though those were disappointing for sure, 
it also was like, oh, no, like you're not going to do anything. I mean, at least now yeah. it's a little shifted in 2022, a little. <laughs> a little, right, a right. Little. Ebbs and flows. <laughs> yes, I live in Los Angeles, California, so a little shifted. But yeah. at least it did really take things off. And it's so great as an analogy that we would think often, well, when I have time, you know, I'll really get into that practice that I wanted to do, but I just don't have time because I'm so busy. And then it's like, you're given the time and you think, oh, I'm still not doing it. <laughs> well, right. Because we're, I mean, listen, I'll speak from personal experience. I was terrified to sit alone with myself. I was terrified to listen to that little voice that let's be honest, I'd been ignoring for a very long time. I had pushed my way through illness. I pushed my way through divorce. I pushed my way through all of these, all of these events where my body was like, slow down, take a beat. And now I see, as I look, you know, was writing the book and looking in the rear view mirror, these were like wake up calls. These were like my body going, you are not living in alignment with your truth, girl. <laughs> Right. And when we start to do that, that's when the magic starts to unfold. So mm. I get it. It was really hard and slowing down, reconnecting with myself and my soul, putting me first, you know, getting clear on who I am without all the titles and the, you know, the paychecks and the accolades and all the things and really getting clear on my own inherent value and wholeness as a human and starting there and then creating from that place has been the biggest gift I've ever been given. And it's one that I want everybody to experience. This literally is sabbatical because sabbatical, again, doesn't mean walking away from a job. It's a way of being that is aligned with who we are. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I think for both of us, we did it by leaving that kind of proverbial yeah. corporate environment. However, I think I could have done it inside of it, maybe, <laughs> but I didn't really know that the mountaintop was not the goal until I yeah. got to the mountain. Then I was disillusioned. Then I'm like, well, I better get out of the environment, right? Yes. So what are some tools either when you're in that environment? Because we have a lot of listeners that are still in that corporate yeah. grind and or we have a lot of entrepreneurs also a grind. Let's be real, right? Yeah, like both, totally. Even if it's I on our curve. <laughs> so what are some tools we can do if we don't necessarily need to leave the environment? How can we really look and see what it is that we want? Yeah, so a couple of things come to mind. So one thing that I do, and I'll actually hold up a little prop. So for those of you who are watching us, I will show you and those of you who are listening, I'm going to describe that what I'm holding in my hand is a stack of orange post-it notes. Now, anybody who's in my world, I always say coming into my world is like going down the orange rabbit hole because it's my favorite color. It's the color of my book. It, to me, it's bold and bright and badass and all the things. So this is the color I choose. You can choose whatever. The reason I'm holding this is because I have a practice every single morning to write myself a permission slip or as many permission slips as I need. And the permission slips are really the answer to this question. I learned a version of this from Brene Brown way back when, and I did, I did a little bit of training with her. 
And the question is this, and it's a beautiful way to slow us down, to take a beat at the beginning of every day, and to most importantly, check in with ourselves. Because I think I wasn't doing that. For the longest time, I wasn't checking in and even acknowledge, like, what am I feeling? How am I feeling? So the question is this, like, what do I need to do, not do, or feel in order to show up as my most powerful, badass self today? Do, not do, or feel. And write yourself whatever you need to write yourself. I, If you come into my world, you'll see I always have sticky notes everywhere. And that's because it's a great way. And sometimes I check in multiple times a day. Sometimes it's, what do I need this morning? What do I need going into this meeting? I know when we're in the corporate world, maybe you have a big presentation. So what do I need leading up to this presentation? What do I need going into this presentation? Let's ask ourselves that question and give ourselves permission. And it gets us out of the doing and into the being. And I have found that to be where a lot of the magic happens as well. I don't know. Do you relate to that, Lauren? Absolutely. Yes. I'm really good at doing that. Like, no <laughs> problem. Give me a task list, Shelly. I will crush that list before you yeah. even write it, right? And the being takes, it takes pausing. It takes slowing down. It takes intentionality. And I have a lot of friends. They're like, I don't relate. Like, I'm so good at just chilling and relaxing. That's just not me. So no matter where you're at, I intentionally am like, okay, I'm going to have a slower morning. I'm going to do my workout. Like that matters too. And who I, and the more I relate to myself is not who I am is not what I'm doing. Who I am is not my job, even though I love my job. Who I am is not even my physical body and like how hot I look or, you know, how put together I am. Like the more I can relate to myself as not those things, then it's easier to relax. I almost think about it like I'm like, I have this little saboteur in my mind. You could call it your ego, your whatever you want to call it. Right. And so I have to talk to it sometimes because it's like a hyper achiever and I have to remind it, you know what? You're just not serving me right now. Like I've already achieved. You're just not serving me right now. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch a movie with my husband. I'm going to, you know. Amen to that. And sometimes it is relaxing. And sometimes I wasn't going to say this earlier, but here I'm going to offer up another thing that's so relevant to what we're talking about right now. Somebody once taught me how to create a to be list instead of or in addition to your to-do list. Because you're right. We all, I mean, most of us who are having this conversation and listening to this podcast are probably overachievers on some level, right? And so I love this idea of a to-be list because it, it, it invites us to sit down again, slow down a little bit, gift yourself 10 minutes, get quiet. And it's like, how do I want to show up for myself for my family, maybe for my team at work, maybe for my partner, whatever it is, how do I want to be showing up in my life? And I've always challenged myself and others to say, I want to show up as the person I want to be, right? So write down, who do you want to be today? What is she? Well, you know, How is she being? Well, she's being confident. She's being, one I always have at the top of my list is courageous. And then it becomes a filter for what I'm doing throughout the day to say, am I really being courageous? And I can challenge myself. So that's a fun one. Play with the to-be list. 
Absolutely. I love that. In fact, I can use the to-be list to to talk to my to-do list. Yes, right. <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to get you done, don't you worry, but right now connection and intentionality or living in, or intuition or whatever I want to be is more important. Like yes. really reminding myself of that and I love that. Shelly, yeah. tell me about your book and how we find out more about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the 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 skinny on the book is I call it part memoir, part manifesto, and part interactive guide. So you go on a wild journey of you know sort of meeting me, the rebel character that I am. Follow my journey through you know my corporate career, Harley at the mountaintop, making the decision to leave. What finally woke me up, and then what is this journey called Sylvatical, which as I've said is a way of being. And so I didn't just want to write a memoir because it's like like, well, who's Shelly Paxton? It was important for me to tell my story because I, again, want to normalize the conversation around the fact that we can all look really polished on the outside and pretend everything is okay when it's not. And I want more of us to go, it's not. And I want to find my people and I want support and I'm asking for help and I want to find out tools to navigate my way through it. So that's what this is. It's telling my story and inviting you on this journey to become chief soul officer of your life, to do the work while you're reading my story. I ask you lots of powerful questions that helped me and um, yeah, help you live your best life, become a chief soul officer and rebel soul like me. Oh. I love that. And yeah. if you're listening, her website is Soul B Batical. So it is a double B. So S O U L B B A T I C A L. We'll put it in the show notes as well. And you can go to her website. You can find out about her book. And what are other things they'll find on your site? Yeah, in my book, my podcast, a little bit more of my story. Um, you know, sign up for my newsletter. I'll give you a little soul fuel. And uh, yeah, and, and also where to buy the book. So literally it's a one-stop shop and you can also find me on Instagram at Soulbatical. So you, once you learn how to spell it, you can pretty much find me anywhere <laughs> and Shelly Paxton on LinkedIn. So wow. yeah. I love that. LinkedIn is our jam too. We do, totally. we do Instagram for sure, but connecting with those other working professionals. Yeah. I love that. Me too. Well, Shelly, what does rise up for you mean to you? I love it because it means everything we just talked about. To me, it's a beautiful summary of this conversation we just had because I always say, be the change you want to see in the world. And it starts with us. It starts with doing that work to say, I want to rebel for who I am and what I want and the impact I want to have in the world. So rise up for you to do that. So more of us are doing that together and we become the ripples that become the wave and have that impact. Mm. Absolutely. And the more that we, I do the inner work and the more you're doing it, now you have a book, now you have a business, now, now you're adding value and contributing, but really it just goes back to us and the way that we work on ourselves. Totally. It's like, oh. it's where everything begins. I would not be here having this conversation with you and you probably wouldn't be having this conversation with me had we not started with, you know, reconnecting with ourselves and our soul and our truth. And yeah, that becomes, to me, that's the, that's the, um, the door that opens to everything, all possibility. Mm -hmm. 
I love that. And yeah. what a neat name and title that you have going as well. So the Thank website and, and your book, really a great journey you're taking people on. And you wouldn't have been there without all the corporate experience either. So we're not negating that oh. work that you did too. Listen, zero regrets. I mean, you know, I, I believe everything happens at the, in the right moment. There's a reason I ignored all those other cues and that that one wake up call that I got at 45 years old at Harley. I was I was meant to start my own kind of heroine's journey. And, and yeah, no regrets. Mm, I love it. Well, thank you for being on the show today. And thank you for all the work you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, I love it. What a great conversation. We have a lot of conversations with people that at a certain age, like happens to be around their 40s. I know, I'm noticing a theme on this podcast. Absolutely. Well, we're excited that you're here. And did you know that March 8th, if you're watching us live, is International Women's Day. You can check out our free international teleconference with over a thousand people from around the globe, as well as our other events at riseupforyou.com slash events. I'm Lauren Sweeney signing off for the podcast.